for the thousands in attendance. Get ready. And the millions watching around the world. For the best debate show in sports. What up, those sports and entertainment with Marcus Conley and Gabe Finefter. <laughs> it's a What Up Dose Sports and Entertainment Podcast. I am the Marty Morningweg of Mock Drafts. Gabriel Fenefter here with our Mock Draft special. Marcus had to take time off again today. Uh, you know, man's got, uh, man's got responsibilities outside of here that he needs to take care of, and we respect him for that. I was going to say something funny, but I feel like... Eh, whatever. Yeah, We've whatever. done it. We've done it. Exactly. Too There's too much. There's so Forget many it. jokes. Benny J. Benjamin Augusta sitting shotgun as we take you guys through... Hold up. There we go. Oh, what a shot. Benny adjusting the camera for the listening audience as we take you through our mock draft special. If you know anything about this podcast, if you are one of the part of our tens of fans out there who listen to us, you will know that Ben and I love us some NFL draft, baby. Tomorrow freaking night at 8 p.m. It all goes down and we got. Oh, Oh, so much draft for you. Just mock drafts, questions, surprises, trades. It's all going down right here, right meow. Roger Goodell, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. So, Gabriel, are we ready? Oh, are we? It's Did you not hear that speech? Tomorrow night, gentlemen, we are going to... That's creepy. Sorry. <laughs> Tomorrow night, gentlemen. Okay, I forgot. <laughs> We're going to see the lives of 32 men change. For the record, Goodell says hug season is here. Yeah, that's right. Goodell's he- open to hugging now. And it, uh, it's live from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And there will be people in person. We got a crowd. We got a crowd. It won't be that virtual crap like last year. Doesn't it feel great that things it seem to be kind of yes. trending? That I know it's not UFC. That UFC event. Lively. With the fans. It was like. It was something. Oh, my goodness. Great. Like, the people who go when, when this thing started was like, do the fans really, you know, like, is it that? Oh, my God. By the way, Mystic Moses. Oh, my goodness. Two for two on the main events. Three for three, actually. Shevchenko one two. Rose Namajunas with the head kick heard around the oh, world. My goodness! And Kamaru Usman with that punch that had his ancestors' hate plugged into it. Just for all y'all listening out there, when Marcus speaks about this UFC stuff, might not want to get a hold of the Conley curse. Exactly, especially when Mystic Moses is in the building. Exactly. Predicting it. Ooh. Like a savage. Ooh, is the shirt getting tighter? It might be. I don't know. Looking pretty good in that green shirt, it's, brother. It's just a shirt. You got to find shirts that make you look good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> UFC will be saved for another date. Yeah, oh, 100%. Because tomorrow night is the end. It all draft. goes down. All goes down. Third favorite sporting event. March Madness Super Bowl than this. And in some years, it's this over the Super Bowl. I was thinking the other day, I was going to ask you, would you rather watch the NFL draft or the first round of the NBA playoffs? You can only choose oh, this is, one. Th- this is easy? Draft? <laughs> Even a good 4-5 seed. Yeah, draft. 
Okay. Who watches the whole basketball game these days? Ah, really? Yeah. Really? Who watches the I, whole I, I basketball can't, I game? I can't tell you the last That's time why I, I watch college. It's two 20-minute halves. It's easy. It gets done one, two, three. Basketball games are long, dude. Too long. Too long. I check long. in with the scores, and then if it's close, I'll tune in for the fourth. NBA games, it's just like, oh, <laughs> you're numb by the second quarter. It's ridiculous. But anyways. Anyway. Back to the king. Get Adam Silver up out of here. So, I know you guys are tired of mock draft season. I'm not. It's about to be every pick we got is a steal season. Correct. <laughs> that is correct. Oh, my God. Oh my steal. God. Steal. Great draft. I know he went a to like. Plus. A bro, plus. Bro, the if, he didn't blow out, if he didn't blow out his knee in college so he had to go to a lower level school. Oh, my God. Dude, dude, he would have been a star. Okay. D3. <laughs> Elijah Miller Jr. got a DUI his sophomore year. <laughs> we're gonna get However, for, we're gonna get some for last chance. One hundred and nine tackles last year. Unbelievable! The guy was Five a vacuum sacks. cleaner. Mind you, low competition. Little undersized. <laughs> Little undersized. It's six foot two eighty seven. Todd. 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 But he's got potential. Always. Everyone's got potential. And then you never see him make the fifty three man roster. Sure don't. <laughs> anyway. Sure don't. So we're going to do a special mock draft. Mm-hmm. All seven rounds. No. Uh, we're going to be doing the first 16 picks. Figure we cut it in half. Don't want to give you a whole first where we'd be asleep. But this is a special mock draft because Gabe and I are doing it together. Correct. One singular big board. One singular big board. Meaning Gabe does the odds and I do the evens. So... If Gabe picks a player that I had on my board, I have to find a replacement. You got to find a backup. So, and you should know, we did not collaborate. Sure did not. Before the podcast. So this is going to be a surprise. This is going to be fun. And each person was allowed one trade. One trade. Because let's be realistic, guys. There's a trade every year. There is a trade every year. There's a year, trade but every I, I year. I think people go a little overboard with the trade. Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously. You'll, you'll always see, like, listen, the Jets, I don't know what they're going to give up, but they're going to move up to the number four spot, and they're going to get my guy, blah 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 yeah. blah blah So, without further ado, Gabriel, the Jaguars are on the clock. It was tough not to go Nico Collins. In this, in this scenario, I mean, do we even need to waste time on here? It's this has been the number one pick for a full year. Since, I would say since he got the Clemson. I would say th- two years, two years, three years. Right, tank for Trevor. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence, quarterback, Clemson. Okay, yada yada. NFL guy. Moving on. All right. With the second overall pick, Oof. the New York Jets. Select my man, oh, the Mormon God, Stormin' Mormon, Zachary, Elijah, <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> I don't know if that's his middle name. It should be. Um, a lot of hate. My man's been getting a lot of hate. Colin. A lot of people are hating the douche face. Colin, he's recently. Got, I told you. It's a very punchable face. It's a punchable I, face, and I and like I, the kid. But I like him a lot. I think a lot of people are getting annoyed. Pretty boy. He's a baller. BYU. He's oh, a baller. He's a, guys. He's a baller. Of course, he has a punchable face, but guess what? Come on. He's got an arm like Aaron Rodgers. And can run. 
and can run. Did you see his hurdle? Yes. That was going around the interwebs? Oh, my (laughs) God. Man's a killer. You could have hung three shirts on my member (laughs) for that one. Anyways, now we get sexy. Yeah, you think? (laughs) Yeah, we're going to get something. After giving up two years of their future and moving up in this year's draft, Kyle Shanahan, who, don't you forget, choked away two Super Bowl leads with the third pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the San Francisco 49ers select Mac Jones. Oh, my <laughs> quarterback, God. Quarterback Alabama. Listen, I wanted to go with the, with the pick that I think should be. It should be Fields. But, I mean, there's just, there's every... This is either the greatest smokescreen in NFL history or none of us want to believe what the reality is going to be tomorrow night. Do you believe the Adam Schefter report where they had no clue who they were picking? No. Over this weekend? No, I do not. I think that's the smokescreen. That's a smokescreen. I think they got so much flack for this damn Mac Jones smartest man in the room pick they're about to pull off tomorrow night at what I'm presuming probably be like, oh, about 817. Uh... And I think this is like, well, we're not uh, 100% sure yet. It could be anybody. So why don't you guys wrap your brain around that? Here's my question. What was the reason for going to Justin Fields' second pro day? And if you saw the video, him and Justin, Kyle and Justin were chucking it up, smiling Mm -hmm. like a first date. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I do. You think that was all a smokescreen? I think maybe they were just having a good conversation. Listen, if Kyle Shanahan was smart, he would go Justin Fields. Now, I don't know this shame I meet. Was John Lynch I don't know at either. Mac Jones Pro? I don't know either. Okay. I didn't hear anything about it, so I'm going to just assume no. I feel I, like there'd be some reports. I'm going to be honest. This pick is going to be do or die for that tandem. John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. Listen, I just don't understand how this is an upgrade from Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, I totally agree. I really, and really don't. And what's with Kyle Shanahan? Yeah, we don't know who, who's going to be alive on Sunday. Ooh, what a dodge on that Come one. Come on. We, I don't know anything. I mean, could anything could happen. Jimmy G traded on uh, draft night? They've been saying rumors of him going to New England. I don't, I don't see, see it. it. I don't see it. I don't it. see it. I don't see it. I don't like. I don't you're, think you're gonna you're gonna go back if you're Bell with your tail between your legs. You're gonna go and choose Jimmy G over Cam, right? And I know Cam's only there for a year, but, but I'm. It's like, come on, now. we're going from a C to a C plus. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think uh, Bill is um, enamored with Jimmy G <laughs> like neither. he used to be. Me neither. I you just I, I don't believe it either. But yeah, number three, Mac Jones. Have fun with uh your version of Alex Smith, San Fran. There you go. <laughs> All right. Now, now interesting. Now let's get to some interesting picks. Top three is so boring this year. The Atlanta Falcons. At number four. Oh my goodness. With Julio. Likely going out the door. Hopefully to my Ravens. They're going to get their next great wide receiver. I call him a wide receiver. Oh, he did it. Kyle Pitts. He did it. Tight end Florida. Number four. Number four. I just, 
I, I thought there was a ton of smoke screen. I, I'm thinking the media's overhyping it. They're overhyping it. No way. But I just think the fact that people are saying he's a generational talent. Best tight end prospect with these, seen with in a these Julio rumors, they don't want to resign him. No, no. It's going to cost he's them $30 million. Dollars. And, you know, and I know people are like, well, Mac, Matt Ryan is what's it called? 35? Why don't we restart the re- rebuild? As I told Gabe mm-hmm. a couple of episodes ago, I think. They're looking at the board. They're saying, we don't have, we couldn't get Trevor. We couldn't get Zach. We couldn't get Mac Jones. Oh, boo-hoo. So now we're getting fourth pick for our future franchise. Yeah. I think we can wait a little longer. I agree. And I think Art Modell is uh, a little long in the tooth. He doesn't want to see a rebuild. I think he's going to pressure them to get Kyle Pitts. So I, I like it. I mean, the logic, the logic makes sense. It fits. I can see it, especially it especially I, with the Julio rumors. I just find it extremely hard that four quarterbacks will go consecutively in the top four. Right, and I, especially I think, with the Julio rumors. Yeah, especially with the Julio rumors, which I believe are true. I do too. So now <sighs> we got a real sexy. This pick. is good. This is good. So you also have to take the franchise into consideration. And Cincinnati, for le- all intents and purposes, not good ownership, has not had the best coaching. <laughs> cheap. Very cheap. Very cheap. Don't tell me uh, because, you know, they got Joe Burrow with the number one overall pick. It's, will they draft well, bro? It's, 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 it, was, it, it was a, a can't-miss prospect. They should address the offensive line, but they're not going to. Oh, with the fifth overall pick, the Cincinnati Bengals get the crew back together and select Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. Listen, I'm very high on him. I love this kid. I, he is, if in my opinion, head and shoulders the best wide receiver in the draft, including Kyle Pitts. I think he's phenomenal. Hey. Hey, I wouldn't do it. LSU was wide receiver you, I would argue. I wouldn't do this. I would go Panay Sewell all day long. Of course. However, they also have no weapons. And they need something sexy. Something that, it's also a business. Something that puts asses in seats, Benny. You got Jamar Chase, you got Joe Burrow, you can show a montage of them in college, and then it morphs into the new, very nice Bengal uniforms. Very nice. I kind of like these joints, I won't lie to you. They got rid of that terrible oh, the wide, white, white oh, stripe. Terrible. Updated oh. the stripe. It's good. I like it. They should get white helmets. Still though. not better than their 80s joints I that we uh, went over I in the uniforms. I completely concur. I completely concur. But I think they go with some, they need some sex appeal. I think they go Jamar Chase. It is a deep draft for offensive linemen. Yep. No one's ever said, you know, we, I mean, the Lions themselves, they we're probably going to have two second year guards. So, and which are both third round picks. So you can still find starting. I mean, look at Graham Glasgow, who was a starting center for a hot second. You can still get starting quality talent on the offensive line later in the rounds. 
But I think when you have a chance to get the best wide receiver prospect, especially one that played with your young quarterback who's coming off an ACL tear in college, I think it's just it's just too good to pass up. It might not be the best pick, but it's just too damn good of a story, too damn good a business, just too damn good to pass up. I think your logic is right on par. I just don't see them picking a Devontae Smith. No! No, 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 no. Especially, like you said, with the chemistry between Burrow. I guarantee you Burrow has an ear and is saying... Come on. Listen, man, I'm just coming back from a buck. Hey, look. He doesn't have the kind of pull that, like, Tom Brady or, like, you know, these veterans I'm not saying that. But he's definitely put his, you know, put his... He's talking to Zach Taylor. Oh, yeah. He's talking to the GM. He's talking to ownership saying, this guy's legit. And they definitely asked him, how was that play? And you know he's like, oh, dude, look at the numbers. Yeah. He's a baller. Come on. Yeah. Those are the only two ways they can go. Either Panay Suler or Chase. So you did steal... Ah! My pick for the Miami Dolphins. Oh, my goodness. So that's the first steal of our mind. Swiper, no swiping. I had the Miami Dolphins taking Jamar Chase, but we do obviously have backups. As we should, because we're freaking professionals. With the number six overall pick. Yours up, Marcus. The Miami Dolphins select Devontae Smith. (gasps) You mother! I guess we just stole Gabe's pick. But like you just said, obviously Burrow had a relationship with Jamar. Tua did have some sort of relationship with with Smith. You're a scumbag. And... I was really, really struggling between him or Panay, but I think Miami is going offensive weapons because their receiver core yeah. is just not. Well, there. they got um, darn it, the speedy gentleman from uh, from Houston. Oh, I can't believe I can't remember his name, but also they have a uh, Devonte Parker. They don't really have a running back. Yeah, there's they, no way they go that high with a running back. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Yeah, they, they definitely need some weapons. Definitely need some res- weapons. I'm going to look up their uh, Will Fuller. Will Fuller, thank you. I knew it was a Will name. Um, Amateur, should have knew that. But that's not, that's... Yeah. That's not the answer. Yeah, that's not the so answer. So you get him over Jalen Waddell. Without question, I think NFL GMs are valuing him higher okay. uh, than Jalen Waddell. That's fair. Um. Jakeem Grant, their speedy wide receiver. He's a good player, but the guy's 5'7". They also have a Will Fuller who is a speed demon. Yeah. So Allen Hearns, they got a wide receiver. It's, it's, Listen, if it's, Devontae it's just, Smith is that next Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, you hit a home run. Yeah. Maybe we are wrong. It's happened a million times. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe I don't we think are. we are, but maybe we are. I, I, well, I'll say this. Marvin Harrison was 20 pounds heavier. I will say this. Bad. Marvin Harrison also never dropped the ball. Yes. I'm just saying. I'm not and, saying Devontae's got bad hands, but Marvin Harrison. And, and guys, I looked at, since our um, talk of uh, Devontae Smith on the pod, I looked at some of his film and a lot of his stuff, bro. The, 
the corners were 10 yards they off. They play off. Very soft coverage. They play off him. Because with Alabama, you have so many weapons. You can't press. Jalen Waddell, Najee Harris, who I think will be a steal possibly oh, in baby. this draft. Potential first-round running back? I think he has the potential to be I a like first-round running back with his immeasurables. And um, he doesn't have that much wear on him, I don't think. I don't think so. So... The Dolphins will pick Devontae Smith. I now had, I had him going to the Giants. You did? Okay. The moment we've all been waiting for. So, I would prefer if we traded out of this pick. We're going to get to that later on in the draft. But I don't have us trading out. <gasps> the way the draft falls, I think there is a prospect that's too good to pass up. Now... Panay Sewell is still on the board. However, I did see what you posted, and I did not know this. Taylor Decker has only given up two sacks his entire NFL career. Yes, he did. That's spectacular. I did not know, I did not that, know that either. That, I did not that know he was that good. That shocked me. But I will say this. A lot of people were dogging Taylor Decker yeah. uh, two years ago. Yeah. Not last year, but two years, two years ago. ago, 2019. Yeah. I was like, guys... I don't see him giving up a Same. lot of sacks. And the numbers. And I was like, themselves. well, it's then, true. And that's he why. He give up a lot of sacks. <laughs> he only gave up two sacks in his own Two career. sacks over, you know, crazy amount of starts. So, so I want to keep him at that left tackle position. I don't want to move anybody out of their natural spot. Totally get it. Totally understand. But I still want to build this offensive line. With the number seven pick, your Detroit Lions select Rashawn Slater. Oh! Offensive lineman out of Northwestern. It's a surprise. Not many. I don't see it a lot. But I think this is the most logical pick you can make. He can play all over the field. You plug him at right tackle. You have an all-pro left tackle, an all-pro center, and a potential all-pro right tackle. With two mean guards, one out of Kentucky and one out of Ohio State. Jonah Jackson. You've built yourself an offensive line. You've built something that if you really want to run the ball like you want to, if you really want to play that smash mouth, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust type of offense, this is the pick you make. And they're all young. And they're all young with a young running back and a young tight end. You might not have weapons all around, but we're going to be running the ball with Williams as his backup. Yeah. I think this makes the most possible sense. Rashawn Slater, I believe, should be so this Rashawn pick. Rashawn Slater over Panace. Over Panace. Because of the versatility. Because of the versatility. And I just think Taylor Decker is just too good at the left tackle spot. I don't want to have him learn a new position, have yeah. Panay learn yeah. a new position. Yeah. I think it's too he, many he, moving parts. He's earned that spot at he's left He's earned tackle. that spot. Uh, spot. Get Rashawn Slater, put him over on that right side. You have Jonah Jackson, and who's the other kid? Forgot his name. Whatever. Uh, Sternberg? Yeah, Stern Sternberger. Or whatever it's Logan Sternberg? Yeah. You got yourself an offensive line that knows how to run the ball, and we're going to be pushing people around. We're going to be... You want to talk about biting kneecaps? Well, we're definitely going to be... Three yards in a cloud of dust. Three yards in a cloud of dust. Kind of offense. Which is what they want to run. With a blocking tight end they got out of uh, New Orleans. Forgot his name, but he's a blocking guy. Yep. Jonah Jackson, Logan Sternberg, all I don't, the guards. I don't see a reason why this pick We also does not got Terrell Crosby. I don't like him. Yeah, the jury's still out on him. I think it is out. I don't like him. You think it's out? Okay. I, think it's, I think he's a quality backup. 
And Vitae was not. No, guy. no, that was, that was, did we cut him? I don't even know if he's on the roster. ESPN says he's on the roster, but he, I, I don't know. So I am not mad at it at all because Frank Rag now 24. All pro, one of the best All centers pro, in the league. Jonah Jackson, 24. Logan Sternberg, 24. Taylor Decker, 27. You're going to bring in another 22-year-old with Boom. a young running back. Two young running backs and Boom. a young tight end. We're going to be pushing people around. I like it. Did not expect it, Gabriel. I but told you. That is a I, smart I pick. I told you. That smart. Is a smart pick. Smart pick. Listen up, Bradley. <laughs> Listen up, Mr. Holmes. All right. This is going to be cool. I've been wondering what Carolina is going to do. The Carolina Panthers. And I've been saying this for the past couple of weeks, and I'm going to stick with it. Please. With the great Luke Keekly in retirement. <laughs> oh, Gabe's putting that revision in. Cross a- it out, buddy. You're such a scumbag. You really are. They're picking their next field general on the defensive side of the ball, and they will be picking Micah Parsons. I love Linebacker, it. Penn State I love it. University. I love it. I love it. A lot of people have him dropping. Far. I've seen him in top 15, top 20 area. I just don't see how you could pass him up. I don't get it. The fact that he missed 2020 hurts. Hurts. Yeah. But let's be honest. Less wear and tear on those knees. And people are overlooking him. It's not like he was on the couch eating potato chips no. in the offseason. No, no. He was working. Obviously, yeah. when you run a 4-3. Four, 4-3. Three, four, three. He's 6-3, 244. You're obviously in shape. Come on now. Um, I think you're a fool. And look, guys. This... This draft is so offensive heavy. It, he's the best defensive player in the draft. And look, guys, the defensive side of the ball, whether you like it or not. As Tampa Bay. As Tampa Bay. Defense wins championships, baby. Exactly. Levante David and Devin White. Woo! The young linebacker who was instrumental, instrumental. in that Super Bowl run. Instrumental. So, linebackers still matter. Defense still matters. The Carolina Panthers know that. They're picking up Micah Parsons. Now. You just don't like the Giants, huh? You literally back-to-back stole my Giants pick and my backup Giants uh, pick. You know Dave Gallopin's going to F it up. I know he is. You know he is. So, get to the Broncos. With the ninth pick <laughs> in the 2021 NFL Draft, John Elway and the cast select J.C. Horn, cornerback, wow. South Carolina. They are in desperate need of a corner. I believe he's he plays with that edge, plays angry. Kids, six one and a half, two 210 pounds, press cover corner, Man defense. He fits that aggressive defense that the Broncos like to run with Von Miller and them. It fits. It's a perfect need. I think you go home incredibly happy that you're getting a tall, lanky, aggressive corner who balled out in the SEC. Simple and plain. Got you. 
Got you. All right. Hope I stole a pick from you, freaking scumbag. <laughs> you did not, actually. <gasps> How dare you? Did not have J.C. Horn that high up, but a lot of people... I'm super high My God, him. is he jacked. Dude! Dude! Did, did, did you see him, him and his dad talking? He's a big fella. He's a big fella. Him and his dad talking on the sideline. Joe Horn, the yeah, legend. The, the, the legend. He's like, Mr. Cell Phone himself. Yep. Like what? What? What are, we, what are these kids wearing? These all oh, these small shorts nowadays? <laughs> it was it was a nice moment between him and his son. It was funny because it was when it was at his pro day. Nice, funny. the legend, Joe. The Horn. legend, the legend, Joe Horn. That's that old NFL, that two thousand three, two K three days, yes, baby. Yes, yes, all yes, right. yes. So, oh, what does Jerry Jones have to say about this one? <sighs> this- <sighs> This one's tough. <sighs> Do we really have Panay Sewell falling this far? But Panay Sewell is still on the board. He's still on the board. Obviously, I did not have him going this far down. No, nor did I. However, Mr. Dakota Prescott, the man you just paid a buttload of money, had a catastrophic injury last year. To say the least. Ankle was bent in half. Yeah, his foot was facing the other way. Foot was facing the other way. Not good. Yes, the Dallas Cowboys are known for the offensive line, but if you pay attention, their old line has been getting old. Correct. And Jerry Jones, despite everybody's assumptions that he always goes for the sexy pick, he has proven... In the past couple of years, he is okay with building the trenches. Correct. So, with Panay Sewell falling this far, you gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta hit. I it. think the Cowboys take the obvious pick. Panay Sewell hit that sound. <laughs> I don't. I mean, listen, generational talent. I don't see why. And, you know, it's funny. The Dallas Cowboys, they always pick the hyped-up mm-hmm. prospect in the media. C.D. Lamb. You know, they always C. pick C.D. Lamb, up, Ezekiel yeah. Elliott, always. They always pick the media darling. And Panay has been the media darling, especially at tackle. I so agree. I think they, it's, you know, in this draft, Panay Sewell. I agree. To the Cowboys. I don't see a reason why not. Now. Let me get my Dave Gettleman hat on. <laughs> <laughs> so I originally had them going Devontae Smith, and then if he wasn't available, I was going to go Micah Parsons. Obviously, the way our board has has gone, both of those are not the case. Uh, I, st- I do think, though, you need to get some more weapons on this O-line. Saquon is coming back. They did just sign Galladay to a boatload, but you still need more for, for Danny Dimes uh, to, to flourish in this league. So... With the 11th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, Dave Gettleman and the New York Giants select Jalen Waddell, wide receiver out of Alabama. He's the best wideout still available on the board, 4-2 speed, the kid's a blazer, and he won't need to be that number one option, which I think will really, really help him flourish. He gets to be that number two guy that... I mean, they're going to have quite the way this offense looks. 
you're going to have quite the the deep threat. They're going to do a lot with play action, a lot over the top, a lot of, you know, things of that nature. And I think Jalen Waddle will fit that perfectly. You get a speed demon to go over the top. You get someone to take these screens and go all the way. And, you know, I, I think, I think and Dave Gettleman always, all he loves the sexy pick. He loves the sexy pick. So I think this is the best way he'll go. Okay. Interesting. Speaking of interesting, the one that's coming up is very, very interesting. (sighs) (laughs) Mr. Howie Roseman. Everyone's darling. He was for a minute. Eagle fans hate him. A lot of people think he's a clown. I think he will remain a clown. Well, to some fans. Okay, okay. I'm intrigued. What we haven't talked about is Mr. Justin Fields is still on our board. Correct. They do have a young QB, though. Trey Lance is still on our board. He is. Eagles fans will be clamoring with Justin Fields. Are you kidding me? Eagles fans won't be able to sit down. (laughs) You think so? It's the obvious pick, Justin Fields, Justin Fields. But Harry Roseman Mm -hmm. is going to stick to his board. (laughs) (laughs) At number 12, the Philadelphia Eagles select Quiddy Pay. Unbelievable! How many picks do you get to steal? Are you serious? Yes! (laughs) That's your boy. To be honest. That's your darling. Here's the thing. In their minds, you just traded up to pick. I mean, excuse me. They didn't trade up. Excuse me. But traded back. Traded back. Last year, you picked up. What's it called? uh, Jalen Hurts. Yes. I don't think... They're going to go back. I'm sorry. I just don't see them going back-to-back quarterback. No. First-round pick. And there's no wide receivers left on the board. And there's no, that's really, the there thing. are, but a little too overvalued. They, they, there's no wide receivers 12, left on no. the board. And, look, the Eagles need everything. Yeah. Yeah, they could use a lot. And, look, on this show, I've been high. On Quiddy Pay. Love the kid. Gabe, not so much, but I've been high on Quiddy Pay. I think he's got one of the highest ceilings. Uh, yes. And um, the Eagles have some history with Michigan players, Brandon Graham, Brandon, stuff like Brandon that. Brandon Graham, baby. So I think they, you know, they didn't think anybody was going to fall that late. The fact that you're going to pick a quarterback uh, yeah. tells me you're not getting any better. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Um, and their new coach is a clown. Is the Eagles. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways. I like it. I think Eagles pick Quiddy Pay, which actually isn't a bad pick. No. It's no. just something that I know Eagles fans will hate. Yeah, but they hate everything. And I love it. <laughs> Every second of it. So I think, whatever, they go Quiddy Pay at 12. I like it. Now this... Next one is a toss-up. It is It is a toss-up. I could have gone a few different directions with this one. But, you know, this Chargers roster is fan 
fantastic. They have ballers all over the field on both sides of the ball. Until I looked at their O-line, a little dicey. You still, you have a young quarterback who just had the greatest rookie season of all time, statistically. Yeah. You're going to want to protect him. Yeah. With the 13th overall pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Los Angeles Chargers, still sounds weird to say, select, and I don't want to butcher this name, Ali Javira Tucker, offensive lineman out of USC. Uh, Very, very good old lineman. A little bit, it, it goes Sewell. Slater right down here, and then it's a slight drop-off, but plug-and-play kind of guy. He can play all over the offensive line, played some time at guard, played at tackle. You know, big kid, comes from USC, good school. Uh, you got to you gotta protect your asset. You got to protect, you know, the, the, the one who's going to be your franchise. And at that point, you kind of solidify one the one real weakness on your team. You could then move on to, uh, you know, equip, you know, the roster with, you know, more skill position players later on in the first and second and third rounds, etc. But, yeah, I think this would probably be I wanted to go sexy. I really wanted to go something sexy, but nothing really adds up like this. And they don't really need any edge rushers. They don't really know. There's no linebacker really high enough. And they're already stacked at corner and safety. So I think you can never have too many good offensive linemen. This might not be the sexiest pick, but it's the smartest pick you can possibly make. And I think Chargers fans should be very happy that we're going to be keeping their boy upright for a little bit longer. Good pick. Good pick. <laughs> you stole mine. Good! You got one. You got two of mine. You stole two of mine. Good! You deserve it. So, let us go. This should be interesting. Minnesota Vikings, one of the best running backs in the game, Devin Cook. Damn right. One of the best rising stars at wide receiver, Justin Jefferson. A great wide receiver in Allen Thielen. Oh, yeah. Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. And they still got a stud at tight end at Zach Rudolph. Uh, no. Oh, did he get to Rudolph is gone. Dang it. Rudolph okay. is gone. Okay, okay, okay. Well, they're not going to pick a tight end this high <laughs> No, they're not. And with Kyle Pitts off the board. No, Correct. No, 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 no there's no. no other tight ends that are even close. I do not think they will be going offense. I don't either because Mike Zimmer's a defensive guy. Mike Zimmer's a defensive yeah. guy. Moreover, their defense was questionable last year. Needs some work. Xavier Rhodes. Is, is not the same player he once was. Correct. Patrick Peterson is good, but he's getting up there. So, at 14, and I'm not really confident that they'll do this. Okay. I think he's one of the best players on the board. Mm-hmm. The Minnesota Vikings select Patrick Sertain the second. It's a great pick. It's a great pick. Um, it's a 6-2 corner. What do you want? <laughs> they still have uh, my man, the white safety. Yes. Uh, oh, uh, Harris, Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith. Uh, I don't think they're going to go safety. I agree. I would think they might go, uh, who's your boy out of Miami? Jordan Phillips? Jalen Phillips? Jalen Phillips. Not my boy. I know you like him. Jalen Phillips. He's 21st ranked according okay. to CBS overall. He's number three edge ranked yeah. overall. Yeah, I, that's where I thought they might go. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. 6'5", 266. I've heard some people 
some people say he's overhyped. That's overvalued, what I think too. But I think like they that. need edge. So, but I love. I did realize Patrick Sertan is a, the number one corner on a lot of people's boards. I, that's that's kind of a no brainer if you're Minnesota. And, and and when you're at 14, I don't think picking a corner is out of the question. And just yeah. you know, wild or crazy. Correct. Um, and a lot of people have been on Patrick Sertan. Uh, just size. Great tape, 6'2", 202, you know, good 40. Um, I like it. I don't see anything wrong with it. So, yeah, that's what I got. I don't see anything wrong with that pick. And like you said, Mike Zimmer's a defensive guy. Oh, yeah. So, they'll stick with Justin Jefferson. They'll stick with Adam Thielen. Kirk Cousins. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You want to talk about someone who needs a quarterback. Jesus. Anyways. (sighs) The New England Patriots. Justin Fields is still on the board. However, in my full mock, I have the Patriots and Carolina Panthers swapping picks. This is my one trade I have in my mock. I would have had the Patriots moving up to eight to select a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance. Uh, in in my own mock, but that's not the way our board obviously fell, which is, you know, whatever. It's totally cool. No one knows this stuff. So I believe that this will be Carolina picking back here. Uh, not sure what they would give up. Probably a third, maybe a second as well uh, to move up. What would it be? So why did you spots? let me, why did you let me select at A overall? Because it's a different, uh, because I also have, because I have 15. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, I would have said, like, if you if you had the trade planned, you should have been like, oh, Ben. Oh, snap. Well, then forget it. I'll just go with what I want to go with at uh, New England. Since Justin Fields has fallen, why not? We're going to go Justin Fields. Yeah. Quarterback, yeah. Ohio State. I mean, if there is no trade, which there might not be, this is a no-brainer. Why would you not? I am. You You guys are making me get high- on a Ohio State quarterback because of all this Mac Jones love, and it's really pissing me off because I hated this guy throughout his entire college career. But, I mean, you do realize he never lost a game in the Big Ten. His pro days are phenomenal. I didn't know he could throw the ball like that. Ran the second fastest 40 a quarterback has ran since Robert Griffin III. I'm not really seeing why he would go Mac Jones over here, but if you are Patriots fans and you see that Justin Fields is still on the board at 15, there is going to be millions of Bostonians going, okay, Billy, you better do the right thing, or so help me God there, Billy. I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to beat the crap out of you. Bill's going to hear that whole cry from Boston going, Billy, take the fields. That's what they're going to call him. Take the fields. Justin Fields, he'll sit one year behind Cam Newton, have that, you know, maybe even come in, you know, we'll see where we're at, but, you know, at Thanksgiving, and then come in and flourish. And I think he's a mold, he's a moldable quarterback. He's learned, he, there's room for growth. You got to go Justin Fields with New England. Having said that, if I were to complete that trade and yada, yada, and had Carolina here, I would have him selecting Terrence Marshall Jr. Gotcha. Six foot three wide receiver out of LSU. All right. Last pick of our mock. But certainly not least. But certainly not least. I'm very. Now you see, 
if Quiddy Pay was still on the board, I think that'd be perfect for right here. There's a lot of it could have been perfect for a lot of situations. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the Arizona Cardinals. They got JJ Watt now. And Chandler Jones. They got Chandler Jones. Defense is looking pretty stout. Isaiah Simmons. They Buda, got Devin Kennard. Buda Baker. Buda Baker. Malcolm Butler at corner. I think their defense is pretty solid. They did just lose Patrick Peterson, though. They did just lose Patrick Peterson. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, their offense is pretty good, too, on paper, Benjamin. So where are we going? I think a lot of O-linemen, the best O-linemen right now have been taken off the board. Yes, they have. And I know they do have James Conner. They did just sign Mr. <laughs> Mr. C- Great story, but his, he was a little overhyped. Here's the thing. I think James Conner was overhyped, as a lot of Steelers players are. Ooh, feel that one, Steelers fans. And at 16, mm-hmm. you can get the best running back on the board. <laughs> Kyler Murray, read option. Wow. That is a bold pick. My man Cliff Kingsbury is harder than an Alaskan drill bit. And you know he's offensive heavy. You haven't even said his name yet. The Arizona Cardinals will be picking Najee Harris. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. To Mel Kuyper's demise. Oh, my God. Is he, He's going to have an aneurysm. I think Arizona will pick Najee Harris. What do you think about that pick? I think that is a hell of a bold move, which I very much appreciate. Um, and you know what? I mean, Chase Edmonds, let's cut the BS, guys. Good guy. They... I could see them maybe going Greg Newsom, the corner out of Virginia Tech, but he's also had back surgery and opted out of 2020, so it's a little bit dicey. Um, I like I could see him going corner, maybe Asante Samuel Jr., but I mean, if you want to complete your offense, why would you not get a stud? Look, 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 guys, let's 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 think of this. Cliff Kingsbury, this is his third year. No playoffs yet. I'm not saying he's on the hot seat. No. But there are some expectations this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Kyler Murray is your future. You got to give him the best opportunity to win. I'm not mad at it. In the NFC West, which is a son of a gun when it comes to defense. Correct. Great defenses in that division. You got frickin' what's it called coming after you? Um, Aaron Donald, <laughs> Nick Bosa, and all of Seattle. Bob so, Wagner. Hoy. With Najee Harris in the backfield. Big fella. With Kyler Murray's legs. That's a hell of a one-two punch. I'm not mad at it. I, 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 look, if I was a Cardinals fan, I actually would not be pissed. It's a, it's a bit of a reach. A bit of a reach. It's a bit of a reach. Uh, I would see him probably going a little bit further down, maybe to 
maybe to a New Orleans, Green Bay, Buffalo, kind of in that area late, but or possibly Pittsburgh at 24. But I'm not mad at it. The logic fits. It makes sense. They got CBS has Najee Harris's 34th <laughs> um, player on the board, but I just I just find it hard to believe you're going to go 32 picks without picking a running back. I agree. And I think Najee Harris showed a lot of good stuff. Um, so, yeah. I'm not mad at it. Whatever. Maybe I'm, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm high. Whatever. I um, am. <laughs> well, that I'm is not, it. I'm not. I'm not. Well, okay. Let's 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 do one more. Uh, just for play. The just Raiders. The Raiders. Oh wow. Okay. Hold on. Let me. Uh, all right. Surprise pick. I'm putting Gabe. Oh, on, put, put it put it on the board. Uh, you know what? Perfect. 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 No, no, it's not. It's not perfect. Well, because I want to go defense, but Mayock and Gruden are both offensive guys, and the whole Colin Furl first pick, the oh boy, what a doozy. However, their offensive picks have been lights out, but it's just not that great of an offensive draft. You know what? This is the most John Gruden pick you can do. With the number 17 overall pick, the new, the, the ring, this select Terrence Marshall Jr., wide receiver, LSU, 150%. They should go Jalen Phillips. They should get a six foot six edge rusher, but they're not going to because it's John Gruden and Zarate. He's going to go, I'll tell you what, man. I went down there to the bayou. I saw this guy, man. You ever heard of Terrence Marshall Jr., man? I got to tell you, guy. This guy, this guy could play some football there, man. Knock on wood if you're with me. Nelson Aguilar was sub. Uh, we was know pretty good we, for them. We know what Nelson Aguilar is. Yeah, this <laughs> speedy guy who will drop some balls and catch some touchdowns. And uh, my man out of Alabama, the speedster. Ah, oh, oh, we both said speedster. <laughs> I forgot his name. He must not have been that good then. Pick last year. Yeah, but they also have Darren Waller, who's pretty good. But listen, oh, I think I think top he's a stud. two tight end. I think he's a stud. Top two. I think it's Kelsey and then him. Top two. Did did, did Gronk die? Oh, stop it! <laughs> two touchdowns in the Super Bowl, man. Guys, he on, does it when it matters. Guys on Medicare, stop it. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna give Derek Carr the quarterback you hate or love. I don't know, Grude. Uh, some more weapons, and I think this works. They don't really have a big receiver. They don't have a go get it kind of guy. Go get Terrence Marshall Jr. Six foot three, stud muffin. Go get him. Well, that does it for our NFL draft. <laughs> Biggest surprise, Justin Fields. Panay Sewell falling to 10th. And guess what? Trey Lance, nowhere still, in sight. Still, still. Ooh, Washington. Ooh, they might not even do anything and have a quarterback fall on their laps. To be honest, I could see, definitely see that. Yeah. Well, I told you uh, Mac Jones had fallen in before the 49ers decided to be a whole bunch of idiots. All right, question two. Yes. What will be the biggest surprise in the draft tomorrow night, Gabriel? The biggest surprise in the draft tomorrow night. You know, I think for Lions fans, it will be the addition of Rashawn Slater with a Panay Sewell still on the board. That is a big surprise. I think that you're is gonna, a big surprise. I think you're going to hear quite 
an uproar. Oh yeah, when that happens, you're gonna get a lot of lines. Tune in to 97.1 from two to six to listen to Mike Valenti crap all over that one. Well, he's pro trade back. I'm aware, as I think everybody everyone is. We all, we, which everybody we all have been for be, a decade. Look, guys, everybody wants to be Bill Belichick and trade out of the first round. Trade out of the first. I don't want to trade out of the first round. I just want to trade back. Yeah. But I think may not necessarily be the story of the draft, but I wanted to go a little bit more local, especially since this was I did get the Lions pick and this is what I did. Yeah, I think this would be the biggest surprise. You know, what? even especially even the draft as a whole, Panay Sewell, I mean, in our earlier mock draft, we said he'd be if this class is a Hall of Famer, he's it. He is the best offensive line prospect since Zach Martin. And I'm not joking. And for those of you who don't know Zach Martin, what dog? Or, or something, you know, he's Quentin Nelson territory. He is, you put him in and you forget about it. But with Taylor Decker being as good as he is, I just don't think you should do that. I think this makes the most logical sense, which is why I did it. And I think you're going to hear quite a few Lions fans, quite a few national people maybe go, you pass up on the best tackle prospect for the second best tackle prospect in the draft. Eh, eh, interesting. Interesting move. The second story, more national, is do does New England trade up for either Justin Fields or Trey Lance? Which one is on their big board? I think it's a dice roll between the two because I think Trey Lance is more moldable. So I think Belichick can get his hands on him. Who do you think has a higher ceiling? Probably Lance. Probably Trey Lance. The guy, I mean, and we were talking Cam Newton territory. And for those of you, you know, Cam Newton's a former MVP. Did go to the Super Bowl. I don't think Justin Fields, I think his ceiling is, hmm, I'm trying to think what would be a good comparison. Maybe like a poor man's Russell Wilson. <laughs> a poor man's Russell How Wilson. How poor are we talking? I don't think he's got Kyler Murray potential. Because a poor man's Russell Wilson it's, is still better it's, than it's half It's pretty league. damn good. It's still pretty damn good, yeah. Uh, I'm not really sure. I, I think he could be a, a consensus top 15 kind of quarterback ceiling-wise. I think Trey Lance is more... He he's, he's more of a Josh Allen type, where if you get him into the right system... And you really mold this kid and get him to get these fundamentals to come out and get his decision making to be better. He's got he's got the physical tools needed for it. Like we've talked about, the guy's built like a linebacker. I mean, what like six five, two some big fella. I think that would probably be that might be the higher ceiling. I think Patriots fans would more want Justin Fields, or is it do the Patriots stand there? and which quarterback falls to them. But I believe the more national story, since it is the Patriots, since it is Belichick, since it's, you know, we want to get, you know, we want to see, are the Patriots going to be good again? I think the camera died, pal. <laughs> we got the middle stuff. Oh, good, good, good. Um, I think that's going to be the story, is which quarterback do the Patriots either trade up for or falls into their laps? I think that's going to be the more national story. Local story will be... Why did the Lions select, from lack of a better term, the second best prospect over the first best prospect on the offensive line? Chicago. Any chance they trade up from 20 to grab 
A quarterback. A quarter? No, man. I really think they're serious on Andy Dalton. I really do. They tweeted out a picture of him, QB1. He's probably going to be on their ticket stubs. And Matt Nagy, overhyped. Most overrated coach. Overrated. Had one magical year because his defense scored 10 freaking touchdowns. No. No, I think they're going to be stupid and do what a stupid franchise does and stays at 20 and tries to build a, a winning team when they clearly know it's rebuild time. That's what I think. Da Bears suck. <laughs> yeah. I, I My biggest surprise of this draft, I just don't see New England trading up. It w- It's not it's, very it's, Belichick-y. It's, it's against Belichick's genes. It is pretty Belichick-y. If not anything, to, not to. I could see him trading back. Really? <laughs> you don't say. I just do not see it. It's not what he does. He sticks to the system. He's done it for freaking years. You got Cam Newton. And to be honest with you, I think one of these quarterbacks is going to fall. I think so, too. So I think Trey Lance will be available at 15. Possibly Justin Fields. Possibly Justin Fields. Um, I, I just, guys, five quarterbacks going in the top 10, top no. 14. No. I just don't see it. Could you see four? I just four? don't see it. Could you see four? Could you see Wilson, uh, you know, your, your boy, uh, your boy, uh, the, why can't I think? Lawrence, Wilson, Jones, and do you think Atlanta says, you know what? We're starting this rebuild. He's a Georgia boy. Let's get our boy. We're already trying to trade Julio. It's. I think these are the beginning pieces that say rebuild. And I would, especially with the Julio talk, I would not be shocked if they went Justin Fields. I would not be shocked at all. You really think Atlanta's going quarterback? I think they might. Also, think of how think of the think of the team, think of the franchise, think of how smart these people are who run these teams. Because if if Bobby Quinn was still running the Lions, we would not be talking about uh, about freaking Rashawn Slater. We'd be talking about why they traded up into the top three to select Kyle Pitts. <laughs> that's that. That's what we would yeah. be talking about. So you got to take that into consideration. I don't think they have good ownership. <laughs> I don't think they have good ownership. Uh, and I think they. I think the writing's on the wall. I think. The Julio thing is the beginning of the end. I think Matt Ryan only has two years left on his deal. I think you let this kid sit, you build the rebuild, and once it's ongoing, you plug him in. Matt, thanks for all your years. Julio, we're going to get a nice uh, you know, compensation for you. I think it's rebuild time in Atlanta. I would not be shocked at all if they go quarterback. And get Justin Fields. Yeah. That's your would call. not be okay. shocked. at. Also, he's a Georgia kid that I think helps a lot. I just think okay. it helps a lot. Um, Arthur Smith, their new coach. It is a new regime there. They are starting a new. I you you may have a point. You may have a point, but I just think they're a li- just like I I just think it's a Matt Stafford situation down south. Mm. They're so loyal to Matt Ryan. That I think it's one of those. It's a damn good point. We can't hurt his feelings. It's a damn good point. And Matt Ryan, 
you ask him, oh, I could play till 40. You know yep. what I'm saying? So, like we were at three guys, we were third overall last year. Tua was the guy. He was. But, oh, we can't do our boy Matt like Come that. on. Matt's our guy. And <laughs> say what you will, Matt. Ryan was a quarter away from hosting Lombardi. So I think wrongly, and I've said this for a while, mm-hmm. they still believe in Matt Ryan. And they will look at Kyle Pitts drooling. Yeah, that's the other scenario. And, I, I just, and yes, I do think the fact that Art Modell is old as hell. Arthur Blank, what am yeah, I saying? Arthur Blank. Why am I Arthur, saying Arthur, what Arthur, the Arthur Blank. Arthur Blank, excuse me, is old. He's. I. I just don't see him. Tr- I don't see it wanting either. to go through another rebuild. So I think pressure from ownership and all that. So I can see it. I. I can see it go either way. Okay. Any. Any other big surprises? Uh. The. The biggest question mark, to me, is the Broncos. And the Eagles. Yeah, I think you know what Broncos and Eagles to me. For Broncos, I don't really think it would be such a hard decision. I think once you get to nine, I think you're going to be sitting with J.C. Horn or Micah Parsons staring you in the face, which, in my opinion, are the two best defensive players on you know in this draft by far. I think that'd be easy. As far as Philly, I have no idea. None. None. If Devontae Smith falls to them, I could see that. I could see them snagging a Jalen Waddle. I could see them going corner. I could see them going linebacker. I could see them getting your boy Quiddy Pay. I could. Is there see... any chance they go quarterback? I don't think so. I think they are sold on on Mister Hertz. I really th- and I think you know just the addition of just new blood. I think they were just so wanting Nick to get Sirianni, their head coach, there. their new head coach. Oof. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who the hell this weirdo is. But. And Vic Fangio, who was the head coach of the Broncos, very old school. Yeah. I just don't see them. I think they're going to give Drew Locke more than a, a year. I think they're going to give him another chance. They did just bring in Teddy Two Gloves. Yes, that's right. Put a little. I don't think he's going to start, but I think they're they're lighting that fire yeah. under Mr. Locke. Like, listen, if you don't, if you don't, you know. If you don't play up to what we think you can, bro. God, how bad is John Elway at getting quarterbacks? My goodness gracious. So here's my thing. If you don't think Denver's going to take a QB and you don't think the Eagles are going to take a QB. Correct. Who's taking a QB besides the Jaguars, Jets, and 49ers? It's got to be the Patriots and Washington. But technically, that would be a drop. A fall, a surprise. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, like like I mentioned, I could see whatever quarterback now. If one of them falls to nineteen, or they get all the way down to fourteen, that wouldn't shock me. Would it shock you? In all honesty, this would be Trey Lance falling would not shock. This me. this would be so Trey Lance falls to fourteen in Minnesota. You're Washington at nineteen, and you know New England wants a quarterback. I would be. You'd be remiss if you weren't Washington to call up Minnesota and go, hey, second round pick this year is yours yeah. and we can move up. Yeah. Get our boy. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, Minnesota, I think, is the wild card pick if Trey Lance falls to 14. Absolutely. 
Minnesota's phone's going to be blowing up I, off the yeah. line. And if, if it's Washington not on the other side of that, I don't know what you're doing. They yeah. are desperate for a quarterback. Yeah. Desperate. Yeah. That, who was that one guy that came into the playoff game? Hickenberger? Hick, Hick, yeah. Hickenby? Hick, Hick, Hillaby? He's not a legitimate guy. Chase Young was like, that guy's good. No. He'd be bowling. Guys, <laughs> guys, he's not the answer. No. So, yeah, I think Washington has to do something. 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 Yeah. Because, look, they got a good D. It's not a bad roster. It's not a bad roster. It's really not a bad roster I love at Antonio all. Gibson. I think I think Terry McLaurin is a fantastic wide receiver. Logan Thomas, how you Logan doing? Logan Thomas. So you got a good, you got a stout tight end, stout wide, and a stout running back. Average O line and a top two or three or four defense. Why you would not make a move to try yeah. to get a quarterback is beyond me. Is, and and uh, they're all young. They're most of them are young. Youth, youth, youth. You got to always. So yeah, I think Washington has to do something. Because really, there's no other, no, I don't see another team that would go quarterback outside of the top four. I really don't. And, and then and then New England. Because, yeah, if I'm Washington, I'm hitting up the Chargers. Hell, I might even hit up New uh, Philly. Yeah. You guys need a whole bunch. Why would they not? Why would you not hit up Philly? Don't even wait for them to fall. Hit up Philly at 12. I know you're not taking a quarterback. Justin Fields might fall that far. From what I'm seeing, Trey Lance is being ranked higher. For sure. I don't see a reason why that wouldn't be. I think that'd be a huge story. What does Washington do? That's a huge story. That's a huge story. What does Washington do? What Washington does and what Minnesota does. Yeah. I think those are two. Those are going to be two turn the draft type of moments. So I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) And when I come back, we will start with Lions trade scenarios. And we are back after our bathroom break. Listen, even Star's got a pee. <laughs> What's funny is we used to take breaks all the time. All the time. Back on the old pot. And I think it helped it, actually, but what? I think we came back a little more refreshed, Gabriel. Speaking of refresh, what's in my cup? Oh, <laughs> it's not agua, I'll tell you that. Oh, hey Cervezas, por favor. So anyways, um... Back to the draft. Yes. Now we're getting specific with the line. Onward to question three. So everybody wants to trade back uh, in Detroit. So our question is, give me, give us your optimum trade scenario for the Lions and who they will pick with the traded pick. With the trade. Also, dream scenario for the Lions' first three rounds. We pick at number seven overall. In the second round, we pick at 41. In the third round, we pick at 72. Mm -hmm. So what is your dream scenario there? But what is the optimum trade scenario? Who will we partner up with in the draft? Let's make it done. We actually printed out. Yes, we did. The trade value chart, which everybody knows and loves. Yes, they do. Gabriel, do we have a trade suitor? I have seven. I have two. One that I believe would be the best option. The other, I believe, has the higher possibility of happening. So my optimum trade scenario or scenario would be you call up your 
division rival in Chicago. At 20. At 20. You go, listen, you guys aren't really sold on Mr. Dalton, are you? Come on. Come on. Justin Fields still on the board. We need a lot. You need one guy. Let's let's put all this petty violence to the side and let's let's move up. The Lions would receive the 20th overall pick from Chicago. Gotcha. A first rounder next year as well. Along with defensive tackle Hakeem Hicks. Oh. I think you're being a little bit I disagree. liberal with that one. I disagree. They're moving up from 20 to 7th. You're just going to give me your first rounder this year and next year? You got to give up something. He's aging. I don't think they want to pay him. I think it makes sense for them to do that. And, well, not and. I don't believe that would happen, though. I believe it's the best I believe you're getting the most bang for your buck. You get a first rounder next year. You get a player as well, and you get to move back what everybody wants. I think it's a win-win for Lions fans. However, in my mess, Benny J voice, I talked earlier about Washington and how they need to be on the phones. They need to be quick with the trigger when it comes to you got to move up 19 is not enough and they really are they do have a very good roster and they really just might be a quarterback away from really competing and being probably the best team in the nfc least which i mean is like being like you know the fastest kid with no legs uh (laughs) that was funny i believe they move up from 19 to 7 and we get their first rounder next year, along with a third this year. And with that pick, I think that's a win for everybody. With Trey Lance and Justin Fields, I believe, both still being on the board. I think that works for everyone. Say it again, say it again, say it again. So we move up, or sorry. We move down to Washington. Washington goes from 19 to, to seven. 7. We get their third rounder this year. And their first rounder next year. And as far as who the Lions may pick with that selection, you know what it at is? 19. At 19, you could go a Marriott of, or not Marriott, Medley, Marriott of directions here you could go with a greg newsome who i mentioned earlier along with an asante samuel could go to get two young corners uh you could we're gonna go corner again you certainly could i want to <laughs> shoot myself Gabriel. you certainly could i don't see why they wouldn't um hmm. you know and i know i said his name earlier i'm really just really high on this player and I really think at 20, we do need receivers. I think at this point, since you did move back, I think Terrence Marshall Jr., I think it makes a lot of sense at this move. I think it makes a lot of sense. I'd be happy getting an additional pick, more draft capital, more ways to build, things of that nature. I think it'd be a good way. You get some offensive weapons. I think this would be a good move. How about this at 19? Okay. Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa, uh, linebacker, out of Notre Dame, second linebacker. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely, yes. 
I, I totally forgot about him. Forget what I just said. 100%. Because at this point, you're mid-draft lower at, you know, towards the bottom third of the first round. You got to get value. Yeah. Value, value, value when you're in that mid-tier 15 to 25, 12 to 24 range. And I'm going to be honest with you, the old, the linemen are going to be snatched up yeah. in the top 15. Yeah. is going to be gone. Rashawn Slater is going to be gone. Elijah Vera Tucker is going to be gone. Yeah. So you're not getting a lot of value at O-line. You'll probably get the fourth, fifth best O-lineman. But you can get the number two linebacker in the draft. <laughs> and people have been complimentary of this young man. He's damn good. So. He's damn good. The Micah Parsons dreams, I just don't see him falling to 19. God, wouldn't that be amazing? But if he did, oh, ho, my ho, 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 ho. So let's say we pick up, we do the trade with yeah. Washington. Would love that. We get their third-round pick. Yes. We get 19. We get their third-round pick, and you said something else. Their first-rounder next year. First-rounder next year. Okay. So... They have the 82nd pick in the third round. Correct. Okay. So who would you pick? Oh, we're going deep in the draft. Yes, yes. Well, well, we did. Uh, so we, here's my question. Mm-hmm. Who are you picking at in our second, second at 41? So we already we did a mock draft earlier. We I did. still have my notes. I believe the draft should still fall this way. And I do believe with our second round pick, we should go Christian Barrymore. Uh, the defensive tackle out of Alabama, six five three ten, and the guy jumps off the screen. I think that you got two, two young defensive players now to build around. I think that says a lot. I don't know if he lasts that long, bro. I I think he might. I think forty one is not that deep in the day two. CBS has him twenty sixth overall. You did pick ranked <sighs> number one. D tackle. I think he falls. I think he falls. I think he falls. I really You're do. You're gonna go 32 picks without picking the number one D tackle. That's, I find that's that only on the board. Hey, listen, believe. don't forget, Mac I Jones is gonna go third, and he's not the number one. You know, I don't. I don't trust rankings that highly. You did just go Najee Harris, who was ranked 34th. You had him going at 16. So obviously, okay. you're not Let's big on rankings game. either. Let's play your game. You said dream matchup. Or or, or 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 scenario, this is it. I don't think it's realistic, but okay. I think okay. it might be. So so you're saying Terrence Marshall Jr. at nineteen. No, no, I went with yours. I oh, like yours better. Okay. I like yours way better. Jeremiah? Yeah. Way oh, better. Sue Cormoa. Yep. Christian Marimore in the second round. Yes. And in the third round, we have two picks now. You already know where I'm going with my third round selection. Mr. Nico Collins, come home! Come home, baby! Come home! 6'5! 6'4! 220 pound receiver! Is he from Detroit? I don't care! I'm I, I in just, Michigan! I, I want him here! I want him here! Bring him, bring him, bring him, bring him! This would be. Oh my God, Ben! If we got Nico Collins in the third round, I'd call you gagging, Ben! I can't breathe. We got him! Oh my God! I would drop, 
And with our new additional third round, uh, oh no, we we now have three first round picks. Oh my God, we pick 101st because of the Rams. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, this is so difficult. Uh, so with, with my other third rounder, I, I'm sticking with the mock that I had because I really do think it was a, a dream scenario. Uh, with the 72nd overall, well, no, I already did that. Sorry, with the, eight, with the 88th overall pick. 82nd. 82nd, sorry. Uh, Washington. 82nd. Radarius Williams, corner out of Oklahoma State. Six feet, 200 pounds. Greedy Williams' cousin. Fun fact. Oh. Yes, some NFL bloodlines going down there. Uh, more, you're getting a big, lanky corner in the third round. You can never have too many corners. Oh, yeah. I, I really do believe. <laughs> Especially the Lions. Lord oh, Jesus. Lord Jesus, do we need it. Uh, I believe that's where that's where you go right there. And God, with 101st. With the 101st, this is... You know who could we pick up that you're going to hate me for? So I'm oh. not going to say it. Say it. Say it. I don't care. Say it. Say it. No, it's not a good pick. With the 101st pick, we... God, I got, I got maybe, maybe like a James Hudson, an old lineman out of Cincinnati, build what that about, line. So in this draft, we have a linebacker. Yeah. We have Christian Barrymore, who's a D tackle. Got a wide receiver. We got Nico Collins. And a corner. And a corner. How about uh, we get some insurance? And pick up Amari Rogers, wide receiver from Clemson. 5'10, 210. I would not be, I wouldn't be mad at it whatsoever. Speedy wide receiver. Was very good with Trevor Lawrence. Ooh. One of Trevor Lawrence's favorite targets. Uh, Possibly even a Damie Brown out of North Carolina. Yeah. Anyways, we're going too far deep in the draft. <laughs> we don't know where to go. Okay. With the, but anyways. With the seventh round pick where you're going to get. <laughs> but it, 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 at the end of the day, in the first two rounds, we need to have somebody in the front seven. That, yeah. to me, is a deal one million, breaker. One million percent. Has to have somebody in the front seven. Either picked. O-line, D-line, linebacker. One million percent. I could No, no, no. Anymore. I'm saying on the defensive side. Oh, wow. Okay. Has to be defense, front seven. Either D line, D tackle, edge, linebacker, half two. I I don't see a reason why we wouldn't. We are going to have the worst defense in the league. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely going to be up there. So I think we have to have to have to possibly go. also Jamin Davis out of Kentucky. With our second round pick, if we decide to go with a Terrence Marshall Jr. Uh, in the first round, I think that would be a phenomenal what is he ranked? pick. He's uh, 43rd. 43rd, second round. Yep. Yep. I think that would be Jamin Davis at linebacker. Possibly even a Jalen Mayfield out of Michigan at right tackle. Yeah. In the second round, I wouldn't be mad at that whatsoever. How about Quiddy Pay first? Oh, at, at 19? Oh! Jamin Davis second. Oh, now you get and Nico then your boy Nico oh, my God. third. Oh I, my God! I think that. Oh, yes! 
Yes! Yes, yes, yes. A thousand times yes. A thousand times yes. A Michigan orgy. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness gracious. Be, they do that. That's an A+. Plus. That's an A+. Plus. That's an A+. Plus. That's an A+. Plus. Oh, the, my with, God. With the trade with Washington, you give me, what's it called? Game over. Game over. I would love that. I would love that. Oh, my. Benny J. That's value. Benny J. Phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Value. Yeah, yeah that's the dream scenario. Forget everything I just said. That's the dream scenario. You get your edge rusher. Mm. You get a linebacker. Mm. And you get Nico Collins. You get the best wide receiver in the whole draft. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. If Nico Collins played in 2020, Devontae Smith who? No, I'm kidding. Okay. All right, our final topic. Is it really a topic? It's not really a topic. I guess it's a response. Oh, oh, we're responding now to, to Bama Boy 1519 or whatever the hell his name was. So we had a comment. Um, we posted a video on YouTube, most overrated prospect of this year's draft. And both and of us came to the consensus that, uh, surprise, surprise, is Mr. McAnee Mac Jones, corner, a quarterback out of Alabama. And, uh, a, uh, a, I, by the way, thanks for the listen and the watch, uh, pal. I appreciate you. But someone decided to comment and let us know how wrong we were and how. Mac Jones played on a team that was not as good as Justin Fields and how we are both, quote, dumb and dumber, which I didn't feel the need. The man needed to insult us, but it's neither here nor there. And this is really going to be our last chance to really bash Mac Jones until we get to bash him because of how bad he plays. And I just want to kind of piss some people off. So let's just let the, why, why will it be a mistake to draft Mac Jones with the number three overall pick after you just traded two of your future first round picks and moved up in this year's draft? Ben, why would that be a mistake? And I, I people are going to claim I'm helmet scouting. Helmet scouting. I've never heard that term. It's a new term uh, people have been using. When you scout somebody and you base his future performance based on the school he went to, um, I, I understand some of that can be lazy. But here's the reason why. When you go to a school like Alabama, you have the best talent around you. By far. Absolutely. It's not close, guys. Absolutely. That's a factory. If you don't believe us, why do they keep winning? It's not close. You have NFL linemen. You have NFL receivers, Jalen Waddle, and Devontae Smith will be going in the first round. Najee Harris the is year, probably the, the number one running back off the The year board. before that, who was my man? Who so went to freak uh, Jalen? Uh, oh, he's in uh, Denver Jerry now. Judy. Jerry Judy. Had him the year before that. Exactly. They are a NFL factory. Nick Saban has built a monster. Yeah. Down in Mobile. Yeah. So when you have all that talent around you and you have an O-line that never really puts you in harm's way, you can look pretty dang good. Pretty dang good. That is correct. So. 
For comparison, I went back and looked at A.J. McCarron's stats. Who, by the way, has had a phenomenal NFL career as a broadcaster. As a broadcaster. (laughs) (laughs) Who also won three national championships. Which, by the way, are there really... Is is that like most? That's got to be up there, right? You can only win four? Yeah. So, in 2012... A.J. McCarron threw for 2,900 yards, completed 67% of his passes, threw for 30 touchdowns, and three interceptions. (laughs) Now, Mac Jones has better stats. We get it. However, 2012 and 2013 was different than 2020. Correct. Much more offensive-heavy. Nick Staben has been changing his game plan. He's been transitioning his offense to the more modern style. Yeah. More air raid. Yeah. More passing. So your quarterback is going to get a lot more And that's a recently. And that's a recently. That's since really, yes. really since Tua got on the team yes. is when he started doing that. So Mac Jones threw for 4,500 yards, 41 TDs, and four picks, which is outstanding. Oh, yeah. The numbers are there. 77% completion. However, when it comes to Alabama, and this is I have this same theory with Ohio State, when you have the best roster in your conference by far, mm-hmm. remember, most of your games are against conference opponents. Yes. It's not against Clemson in the no. playoffs. 95% of your games are conference opponents. Correct. Or crappy FCS schools. Yeah. You have the best talent on the field, and in a game like football, it's about the team, not the individual the team, player. The team, the team. If your overall collection of men are better, you will win. You will win, absolutely. And you will look good. Yeah. Yeah. However, guys, I've seen the pro day. I've seen the tape. Yeah. It's not there. No. No, it's not there at all. And I'm going to put my foot in the ground, my flag in the mountain. I think I'm right next to you, brother. And say, Mac Jones will never be a Pro Bowl quarterback. I completely agree. I completely agree. Don't see a reason why he would be. We'll see if he proves me wrong. But I really don't think it will come to fruition. And I think this will be the biggest mistake in Kyle Shanahan's career. Ooh, I don't know about the biggest mistake well, in his career. <laughs> choking in the Super Bowl 20, twice. 28 to 3, how are you doing? Well, <laughs> I would argue that's not all his fault. But anyways, one of the biggest draft busts. I think will be Mac Jones well, yeah. when it is all said and done. Couldn't and agree I more. will be happy to revisit this in three or four years. <sighs> happy to. Three or four years. But guys, like some have been saying, but some have not had the balls to say, he's the Mitch Trubisky of this draft. Damn right. There's always guys 
Not everybody's going to be a Pro Bowl quarterback. No, in fact, most of them won't be. Josh Rosen, Baker Mayfield, everybody had them high. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold. <laughs> I could go down the list. Boy, your boy A.J. McCarron already. A.J. McCarron. Andy Dalton. Oh, the Red Rocket. So many quarterbacks are lauded. Hell, Carson Wentz, who had an a, a absolute great season in 2017, MVP season. You think he's a borderline Hall of Famer? Borderline? Who? Carson. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said Palmer. I'm sorry. Oh, this, oh, oh, oh I'm, no, so, no. I'm sorry. I had a dyslexic no, moment. Okay, my, my bad. I have a stroke. Oh, as you should. My bad. <laughs> dyslexic moment. I just don't see it. No. And I don't see it either. And for anybody who wants to say, uh, you know, well, you know, the num look at the numbers, you know, he the was, numbers he don't was mean this crap. and that, he was this and that. The numbers don't when mean it crap comes to the college. draft, it's about Tim poten- Tebow T- Tim Tebow had video game numbers. Doesn't mean Stop. anything. Right, exactly. When it comes to the draft, it's about how do your talents transition to the next level. You can be dominant in high school, in college, and then be a flop in the league because I believe in all of sports, it's the biggest jump. It is the, the NFL. You from are college back to with, NFL. No, just college to NFL. Okay, period. Gotcha, you don't gotcha. see rookies really come in, and you might see one, maybe two dominant rookies. In the NBA, you see like five or six. Yes, yes, yes. yes you know yes. what I mean? Totally different. You're playing grown ass men. This ain't a game no more. They're trying to feed their families. You got players in here who are ready to kill you, and these are the best athletes in the world. There's no other place where you can find a six foot six, three hundred pound guy who moves like someone my size. There's nowhere else on the planet. And I'll go further. I think the days of Eli Manning's but gone. Gone. The Ben Roethlisberger. Tom Brady is the last one standing, and he's the greatest of all time. Where you got the Burger King diet? No. It's not going to fly anymore. They're going to be going more with the Russell Wilson build, the guy who can move around. You got to be athletic. You got to be athletic because they are too big and too fast these days. They're freaks. There's freaks everywhere, everywhere on the field. Who's transitions more? Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, transitions big, strong, can move, can throw. We got the whole nine. Zach Wilson can transition. I don't care what anybody says because of the punchable face. Athletic. He's athletic. He's got a gun. Quick, twitchy, good decision making. Trey Lance. He may not have the big school. He may not have the numbers, so to speak, D2, but he's got the body build and he is moldable. He has Damn not right. Yes, he has not reached his apex. There's still some to, there's a lot to mold and a lot to work with potentially. Hell, the freaking kid out of AM. What's his name? Kellen Mund. Why are we not talking about him? Yeah. His numbers are just as good. And he's mobile. And he's more accurate. Higher completion percentage. Why are we not talking about him? And then I rate Mac Jones. You cannot have a stagnant quarterback who cannot move in the pocket. With a so-so arm. With a so-so arm who... I mean, I suppose... How hard is it to be accurate when you have two top 15 wide receivers? I mean, forgive me, but really, how difficult is it to throw for 77 completion percentage when you have a Heisman Trophy wide receiver on the other side of the ball? It does not make sense to me. 
And you just, you really think you're going to get a guy who's going to stand tall in the pocket and make all the right, smart decisions. What, what year are we living in? What, what do you, what do you think this is, Kuiper? What do you, what do you think this is, McShay? What do you think this is, Shanahan? What do you, you think it's 2010 still? You think Eli Manning and Peyton Manning and, and Drew Brees and them? You think we can just, yeah, we can, we can find one of those. Yeah, no problem. A guy who can't move, but is so much smarter than everyone in the field that he can make the best decisions. Do you see a high football IQ when it comes to Mac Jones? Do you see any throws that you go, holy mother of God? How did he, how did he think about hitting Devontae Smith on the nine route? How did Jalen Waddle going deep? How the hell did he know he'd be at, he'd go past the corner? Oh my God. How did he know? How did he know this kid? This, this kid, this kid's all class. This kid's all class. We, 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 we got to get him. How are we going to? There's nothing that suggests he has an over-the-top IQ. There's nothing. You know who else had a, a really high football IQ? Dwayne Haskins. Super high football IQ. Oh, my God. You know what he couldn't do? Move in the pocket. You know where he's at right now? Third on the depth chart, I believe. No. Washington released him. Drafted him two years ago. Bye-bye. That's what happens when you cannot be Josh mobile. Rosen. Josh freaking Rosen. No athleticism. Sam Darnold's getting beat up. You know why? No athleticism. You need a guy who can move around in the pocket. And if he can't move around the pocket, he better be Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. He better be reading defenses. He better be Phillip Rivers. That's what he, that's what he better be. I would argue the days of Phillip Rivers are over, though. All gone, though. Gone, like I don't you said, think you can be that unathletic like as a quarterback. Like you said, when you have freaks coming off these edge, like like take Quiddy Pay for example. When you get a guy who's 6'5", 275 pounds, runs a four six forty coming at you, and you got to make decisions like that, you really want a guy who can't move. He's the only immobile quarterback in this entire draft. The only one, other than Kyle Trask, because his knee is made out of paper mache. <laughs> But other than him, every other quarterback is mobile. I would argue the only immobile quarterback in the league right now that's successful is the GOAT. Yeah. Can you name another one? Because Ben Roethlisberger's on his last leg. Ben Roethlisberger, please stop it. Ben Roethlisberger. Why did they resign him? Ugh. Ben Roethlisberger Ugh. hasn't been had a legitimate good season. Three years ago. Yeah, in three years. Like, really, really though. They, you want to you talk about Stafford syndrome. Oh, my God, there's a city of Pittsburgh. We can't get rid of Ben. <laughs> and for all those who are saying Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers I'm can sorry. move. For number one, he can move. At number one, he number will two. run the ball on you. And number, number two, two, he can throw on the run. Yeah. That's what makes Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers. Ben has just been coming with points all day today. Throwing on the run. It's more than just running the football. I have Throwing not on seen one, one pass one from Mac Jones. On the run. On the run. I have I've seen, seen several from Mr. Zach Wilson. Shoot. Several? Several? 10, 12, 15? I don't know if Zach Wilson stays in the pocket. That cushy pocket in Alabama. Let me tell you something, buddy. Oh, it ain't yeah. happening in the big boy league. <laughs> you, you think you're getting that? We're not going to Economics 101 at <laughs> 2 p.m. No. We're hitting the weights like James Harris. Let me tell you something. You really think... You really think you don't need a guy who's going to throw on the run when you have and Aaron... This league? When you have Aaron <laughs> Donald coming right at your face. 
two times a year. Really? You don't want a guy who might be able to step to the side, maybe run around. J.J. Watt now. Chandler Jones, Isaiah Simmons coming at you, Carlos Dunlap in Seattle with Bobby Wagner coming up right behind him. You really, really, you think your pocket's going to be just perfect. Nice and clean. Nice and clean. And he'll be able to deliver passes. Doop, 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 doop. Really? Really? This kid's going to get eaten alive. And I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. <laughs> it. Throwing on the run. I can't believe I didn't mention that. I can't believe it. That that is such a phenomenal point. Such a phenomenal point. It, You're absolutely to me, right. To me, it's more important than arm strength. Because that's where the game is evolving. Because you look at Patrick you have Mahomes. To, yeah. Patrick Mahomes has literally built his legacy. Built his entire legacy on throwing on the run. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers throwing on the run. You know why Aaron Russell Rodgers Wilson, is great? Russell Wilson throwing on the run. Kyler Murray throwing on the run. Like... The future of the league looks like this. That three-step drop back crap, that's done. No one's going to run single back in I formation no more. That's Tom Brady and that's it because he's the freaking goat because it's God, Tom Brady, and then the rest of us mortals. That's why that's what that is. Well, and Kobe, but. Well, (laughs) the thing is Tom Brady's released as fast as hell. Number two. He's also Isaac Newton of football. Exactly. <laughs> the guy, when Tom Brady gets up to the line, he goes, okay, I got this. Uh, you go there, you go there. All right, all right, I got this. All right. And the pass is always accurate. I can promise you, Mr. Mac Jones, your passes are not going to be always accurate. Well, when you look at his pro day, a, a, apparently a 10-yard bullet slant is just too much for the young man to handle. Yeah, so for all you guys thinking we're haters, please go back and watch Matt Watch Jones his pro day. day. And I know none of and us... Re- tell me. And I know we don't put a lot of value in pro days, but since we don't have the combine, damn it, it's all we really have to show what these kids can kind of do outside of there. Just compare it. Just what? Don't even watch Trevor Lawrence, because we know he's first... Watch Zach Wilson. Watch the kid from BYU, the small school that lost to South Carolina Coastal or whatever the hell. Just watch his pro day. Watch freaking Mac Jones pro day. Tell me who's the better quarterback. Tell me. Because I could show you a throw right now that Zach Wilson made at his pro day that Mac Jones couldn't make if I had a handgun to his entire family. I guarantee I could have a gun to everyone, his brother, sister, mother, father, everybody. You need to make this throw one time, and I swear to God, I'll spare their life. Nope. Nope. Wouldn't be able to do it. That whole homicide. Bye-bye. Ball game. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. But I'm saying, if it was like that, he still wouldn't be able to perform. I think... Uh... Oh, you think we, we have to end on a homicide? That that's where we that's that's, that's, <laughs> I, I, that's I, I, I can't outdo that, brother. That's fair. That's I, fair. I it's it's, it's hard to go past homicide, and we are probably about an hour and a half in. So, anyways, this has been the draft special. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much. Me and Ben are gonna get drunk tomorrow and watch the draft because that's what we do. Uh, Marcus will be back next week, and we're gonna talk all the things we talk when he's back. Got merchandise on the way, videos on the way, 
the whole nine. We appreciate every single one of you guys sticking with us. Our tens of fans. Hopefully, they move into the twenties of fans. You never know. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, share, subscribe, share with the world. Hit the subscribe button the same way you would hit your dog if he peed on the carpet and you just cleaned it. You hit bad, bad dog, bad dog. Hit that subscribe button that exact same way. Love every single one of you. Benny J hit him with the outro music. 